0: Welcome back to The Watchlist. I'm Nicole Pedalides. Thanks for being with us on this Friday. I want to focus on semiconductors. Our panel is ready. Joining me right now, Kim Forrest, founder, chief investment officer at Boca Capital Partners, and Logan Gillen, analyst at Jewel Financial. Thank you both for being here. So Kim, uh, you have a short answer and a long answer when it comes to the semiconductors. Give us both.
1: So the short answer is, in the long run, everything's going to be okay. And the longer answer is everybody suffered during this quarter and nothing, nothing really great happened, right? We discovered that the supply chain was a hot mess, that companies um, that were, are their customers uh, are terrible at ordering, they double or triple ordered. And that absolutely no one really won in the battle of market share. So, you know, it's kind of a hot mess right now, but in the long run it's gonna be okay.
0: Ah, okay. Do you agree? Logan, when you take a look, I know AMD is a name that's been on your watch list for some time. How are you feeling?
2: Yeah, I have to agree with Kim. I mean, she's totally right. In the long run, these semiconductor stocks are gonna be they're gonna be fine, really. Um, and semis are gonna be around you know, anywhere in the near future. They're they're a huge part of the economy, but AMD is a great one to look at. And the price action that we saw this week in AMD is a great indicator, I think, for the semiconductor area as a whole. AMD came out earlier um, in this quarter and said, hey, this is, it's gonna be a rough quarter. Our numbers are not gonna look great. They then underperformed those expectations that happened, but still the stock was up um, Wednesday after their earnings until Jay Powell came out and, and brought the whole market down. but the, net, the last two days AMD has been up as well. So I think this change in the price action that we're seeing with AMD could be indicative of a bottom that we see forming in semis that have obviously been beaten up. Most of the names we'll talk about over 50% this year. So to see that they underperformed and still have had a couple of good days in a row after those earnings report, I think is a complete change in character. From earlier than year, when we sniffed just a little bit of underperformance, and those stocks would get killed.
0: Mm hmm, mm-hmm. So you both seem to like the group thinking that it's good, you know, maybe suffering through the near term bounces like everything else, but that for the long term, this is a winner or at least okay. And that, I think that's where I'd like to clarify because um, these could be outperformers, Kim. I mean, we are seeing the group basically um, the low was hit in October. If you look at the SMH or the SOX down 30, 40, 50%, depending on exactly what you're looking at. So if you picked them up here, When would you start making some money? Is it in a year? Is it in 10 years for sure? Is it in 20 years? Do we buy them for the grandchildren?
1: Um, I love your questioning, but I think it's somewhat shorter than that uh, for the grandchildren. And that is a riot. Look, semiconductors are the things that give companies and people productivity. And for a lot of people, they're in devices that they love and depend upon. So I think the answer is sooner rather than later. Um, A year from now, I think they'll be much higher. And I do have to give you a caution though, don't just buy the whole basket, look at what you're buying. There are some uses which may not come back very fast. One of which is crypto and the other is autonomous driving. Um, I know a local company here that was private just kind of shut up shop and didn't even sell its IP. They just closed Argo, you know, the uh, Ford and VW funded um, autonomous car uh, software development company. So watch what you're getting into and try to buy more general names that are more widely used in other um, industries.
0: Yeah, well, you know, autonomous seemed to be something that was hot. I guess it's not or maybe something that we should be cautionary on because there was, you know, PC, there's gaming, there's autonomous, there's, you know, electronics. I mean, there's so many things. What's the final thought here, Logan? Do you have certain areas for chip makers that you like better than others?
2: Yeah, I agree with Kim here, too. You definitely want to look at specific areas. One of the areas we like is the EV vehicle space. We just saw uh, on Semiconductor come out earlier this week, come out with some pretty solid earnings. And then looking at just solid companies that produce value. Although AMD said their PC areas is going to struggle, that might not be the uh, the best area for them. Their data center did exceptionally well. So I'm going to go back to AMD a company that's currently trading at a forward PE of 15 and expected to earn uh, grow EPS by 25% over the next five years each year. So looking at companies like that, I think it is really valuable to find that value. And then also, like Kim said, avoid the areas that may struggle and look for the winners.
0: Nice to see you both. Thank you very much. Kim Forrest of Boca Capital Partners, Logan Gillen, Joule Financial. Thank you both.